One of the things I learned as an editor-in-chief is you got to follow your gut. Only you can see where you're going. The only people who are really on your team are the ones who buy into your vision and give you productive, helpful criticism. It doesn't mean that it's always like, yay, you, but it has to be something that helps you create that vision, right? So the people who are undermining you are just jealous or they don't see it. And you can't expect other people to see what you haven't built yet. That was Lucy Danziger. This is Marnie Salop. Thanks for tuning into my podcast, Marnie on the Move. Each week, I will be inviting interesting, innovative movers and shakers to join me on the show and share their story. You will discover and hear from thought leaders, experts, influencers, and entrepreneurs from the worlds of wellness, sports, beauty, fitness, fashion, and more. Marnie on the Move will feature an eclectic mix of people I know, work with, and think are generally doing cool things. On each episode, I sync up with my guests about life, career, and training and showcase their expertise and story. Pioneer, visionary, publishing industry veteran, and triathlete are just a few words that describe today's guest, Lucy Danziger. Lucy is the founder and CEO of Hinted, the social shopping platform and app where you can make a wish list of anything you want, from a pair of shoes, a new watch, a vacation, your next triathlon bike, your favorite charity, or even a puppy. Hinted is for any and every occasion, Christmas, your birthday, your wedding. In fact, it's like a registry for life. You can share your list with friends and family and discover recommendations from influencers, Hinted ambassadors, and of course, friends you follow. It's easy. Hinted is the social shopping app that lets you keep track of what you want as you shop. Just copy the link from any website, anywhere online, and paste it on your Hinted list saving items and experiences as you shop. Hinted takes the guesswork out of gift giving and reduces returns. While Hinted is her first startup and entrepreneurial debut, Lucy is no stranger to creating and curating great content, advising on terrific products, telling stories, building audiences, helping brands drive sales and attract consumers. With 18 years in publishing at Condé Nast, 12 of which she was at the helm of Self Magazine as editor-in-chief, Lucy grew Self.com to more than 6.5 million unique visitors a month and 40 million page views per month. On today's episode, Lucy and I talk about everything from pioneering Hinted, growing her audience and brand. She shares some key entrepreneurial lessons. And of course, we talk about triathlon. Get ready to be empowered, motivated, and shop. Speaking of shopping... Marnie on the Move podcast guests Bobby Brown and Sum Potion are offering special deals for listeners. Get 10% off your first time purchase of Evolution 18 products. Just go to evolution18.com and type in Bobby 18, B-O-B-B-I 18. Also, get 10% off at Sum Potion with code Marnie on the Move. Just head over to the sumpotion.com website and type in that code. And don't forget to head over to our website, marnieonthemove.com, and sign up for our newsletter to learn about upcoming events, deals, and giveaways. Leave us a five-star review on your listening platform if you like what you hear. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at marnieonthemove.com. If you want to sync up with today's guest, go to hinted.com, sign up online, or download the app, and start hinting. But before we get started, a word from today's fueling partner, Renee Fries.
Today's episode is fueled by Renee Fries Hair Care Products, the all-new Scandinavian-inspired cloudberry-infused line from world-renowned hairstylist Renee Fries. Renee was recently a guest on the show and brought me some products to try. I was immediately hooked after using the products. They really, truly are amazing. I tried the thickening cleanser and conditioner and the styling cream. These products have been game changers for my hair. As you know, I'm training and exercising almost every day, swimming a few times a week. The cleansers and conditioners are super light, nourishing, simple, and they smell great. Of course, they are paraben-free, not tested on animals, and full of great natural ingredients, including extracts from cloudberry, rhodiola, and birch. Head over to his website at reneefries.com or shop his Amazon store at amazon.com slash Okay, now on to the episode. What is hinted? Hinted is the best way to keep track of what you want while you're browsing or shopping online. You can make your own personalized wish list of anything you want from anywhere. And that can be an experience. It can obviously be fashion, beauty, fitness classes, pretty much anything that has a link. We've built the uploader tool you need to put it on your personalized wish list. And you could buy it or you could share it with your family in time for the holidays and then they can buy it. And what I love about Hinted is you can not waste time or money or the planet by buying all the wrong things. And you can buy only what you really hope to get or need or want. And we can all save a lot of money and time and natural resources by not having returns this holiday season. I love the hinted HQ. Thanks for having me up at Spring Place. It's such a beautiful space. I love Spring Place because it is a community of like-minded tech people, fashion people, creative people. One day you'll see Glamour Women of the Gear is taking place in the event spaces. Another day in the restaurant, Adrian Grenier will be launching the Lonely Whale campaign to get people to stop using plastic straws, stop sucking, as he says. And so you'll see people from every walk of life here. It's become a hub for creative, interesting, new launches in the digital fashion media space. I love it here. It's beautiful. And we're in a really close space. We're going to take some photos. But just to give everyone some context, how many years were you the editor-in-chief of Self Magazine? I was there for 13 years. And before that, I was at Women's Sports and Fitness. So I had 18 years at Connie Nast. And I had a great time. I had great bosses. I loved it. But everybody says, do you miss Self? And the truth is, I miss that platform. I mean, we have 300,000 users and Self had 12 million. So that is a big difference. But the other truth is I built a great brand for somebody else. And I really felt like I wanted to build something for myself and create that digital dialogue about every pocket of a woman's being. So it's well-being. You know, Hinted is really fun because you can add to your wish list experiences like soul cycle classes or trips or anything you want, including fashion and beauty and tech and gear and, you know, that new tri-bike you're lusting for. So for me, I want to help women get the life they want and create the life they want, not just at the gym, not just in diet and fitness, but also in every single part of their life. So we like to say Instagram is the baked cake and hinted is the ingredients list you need to create that future you. So we really are talking to them about how to create their best self, but in every area. 
And when did you start Hinted? Like, when did it begin for you? Well, so I left Conde Nast in May of 2014, and I had a going away party, and everybody who had worked for me for 13 years came back, including one of my beauty editors who'd gone off to become a coder. And her name was Alex Samuel, and she's now at Google. I helped her get this job. She was 30, and she was like, I need a real job. You help everyone, by the I way. I love helping people get jobs. This is my favorite pastime. So basically, Alex came to work with me in the spring and fall of 2014. And in 2015, we had a really rough beta and we started launching something called 22 Hints. And the idea was a gift list, sort of that self-registry where you could give yourself a gift or somebody could keep track of what you wanted for graduation. People used to give me all these gifts like an orchid. And I thought, wow, that was probably a $200 plant. Like they could have sent something to Challenge Athletes Foundation or, you know, that orchid's going to be dead in four days and I'd rather not waste the money. So I kept thinking people should have a wish list, like a registry without the bride. And so I wanted to launch it itself, but we never got to it. And I just thought, oh, I'm going to pocket that idea and do it later. So I started working on this in 2015. And by Christmas, we had a really rough beta. And my niece had just graduated from college and she'd done a whole PowerPoint of like, she wanted a puppy and she wanted a pillow for her bed and she wanted, you know, a bag for her job. And I was like, I'll get you the pillow for your birthday and the bag for Christmas, no puppy. And she was like, but the puppy's why I shared it. So I was like, okay, this is what we need to build is that version of that where you can share the link, you can describe why you want it, the why of the buy, and you can put up a picture and the link takes you directly to buy. And it can be an experience. So we'd built it by the time my son graduated from school and he went to work at HBO and he needed everything. I call it freshman at life. You need a TV and a bed and a bureau and everything. And I was like, okay, this is it. This is what we're building. So we started launching it slowly but surely. And the tech was rickety and very buggy and people kept complaining like it's not working and it won't do what I want. And then when we started getting a little further along with curation and we would put up these curated lists, everybody was like, I love your site because I love what you're curating. So we had this tech deficit, but it looked really sleek and pretty because we kept putting up pretty things. So I realized at a certain point, curation is what brings them back. So we started publishing a list of the day. It was like a what to want daily. Mm-hmm. And now Good Morning America publishes that and they do it on Tuesdays and Fridays. And we have influencers who we publish, female founders like Jessica Alba, Tori Birch, Bobby Brown, all these friends of mine, the woman who launched Sugarfina, like any female founder who's got great taste, we give them this outlet of show us what you're recommending. So we basically publish to about 250,000 people every day. And then we have this what to want wish list app and platform. And we launched that last October and Refinery called it one of the best apps for shopping because you can add anything from anywhere. I know. It's amazing. Well, thanks. So we're basically user-generated content plus curated content from editors and influencers. Right. It's sort of what I call the digital dialogue between top down and bottom up, which is what we did itself. Which is brilliant. I mean, I noticed that on your website, you have all these college students. Yes. We that are your ambas- ambassadors. Are ambassadors. Yes. And then we and don't pay them br- and they're so amazing. smart. They're fantastic. They're 20 years old. They're going to take over the world someday. I love them. I mentor them. I try to get them internships or connections. I try to help them with their career advice and trajectory. And the best ones become our interns. We don't pay them when they're ambassadors, but we do pay our interns. We pay them minimum wage and they work really hard and they come up with lists and they help us find new ambassadors and they help us grow it and they do our Instagram. They're just really great. I love them. Building an audience, creating content, 
and growing a brand through great stories, products, and ideas is something you've been doing for over 18 years at the helm of Self Magazine and Women's Sports and Fitness at Condé Nast. Beyond your college ambassadors, how are you growing the hinted audience? Honestly, you don't need anything. Most of us don't need a thing. But you want things because you have a future vision of a world or a context or a life that you want to step into, that future you, right? So we used to call it your best self when I was at self. Now I call it like creating and curating your life through organizational lists, right? So what you need for your home, your vacation, your triathlon, whatever you're planning to do. I know I have like five bikes on Hinted. Right, exactly, <laughs> me too. And I, I have trips that I want to take yes. and all this great stuff. But so what I hope to do is tap into the user network so that if each user invites three to five friends, that's how we grow that network effect. And that becomes sort of its own benefit because my daughter wants to see what her friends are hinting. My son wants to see what his friends are hinting. I want to see what you're hinting. And we all want to see what influencers are hinting. So the truth is there's organic growth. But to spark that growth, you sometimes need some marketing dollars, spend it on Instagram, Facebook, SEO, whatever marketing you're doing. So we create content, but we also want to market out that content. So you do need to raise money. So I put in some friends and family investment to build a platform. We also do sell sponsorship, native advertising in these lists that are so fun to look at. We sold Winky Lux, a beauty list this week to bring joy to your life. And so we curated a Winky Lux list and sent it out to our people. And we charge like a magazine. It's like a $20 CPM. And that's enough to keep the lights on. But to grow, you really need some investment. So the first thing you need to do is have a plan and write it down in terms of there's always the pretty presentation deck, but there's also the 18-month plan or the 12-month plan. I always do a 6, 12, and 18-month plan. Mm-hmm. And I find that I crash through those barriers and generally... I've accomplished my 18-month plan in six months, and I have to keep updating it. So that's the good news. The bad news is that costs a lot of money. Right. So I'm both not paying myself, and I am investing in this plan, this growth arc. And at a certain point, you want to raise money because it's validating, right? So you can put your own skin in the game, but you can also go to your friends and family, go to your, I guess, call them angel investors, seed investors, VCs, early stage investors, and say... Here is my vision. Right. So for Hinted, my vision is basically a cross between a pop sugar, a goop, and a bridal registry, where every, or Pinterest for shopping, mm-hmm. where every single channel is segmented. So you have men who look at, you know, gear, menswear, grooming, travel, tech. You have women looking at fashion, beauty, and I don't mean to be sexist. I look at tech and gear just like the best of them. But I'm just saying when you're looking at each segment, the 13-year-olds are going to have a different hinted stream than, say, their moms or their dads or, you know, the single guy who's buying triathlon bikes. So each segment is its own different channel. And each channel is going to be something that we see almost like a magazine that's shoppable. You can try it. You can buy it. You can take action on it. I'm sure you have some great insight and wisdom about my next question. So sometimes when you're building a business, people have opinions and like to offer advice, whether it's solicited or unsolicited in either direction. So how do you kind of put your blinders on and focus on your vision? One of the things I learned as an editor-in-chief is you got to follow your gut. Only you can see where you're going. The only people who 
are really on your team are the ones who buy into your vision and give you productive, helpful criticism. It doesn't mean that it's always like, yay, you, but it has to be something that helps you create that vision, right? So the people who are undermining you are just jealous or they don't see it. And you can't expect other people to see what you haven't built yet, right? Right. But this plan is your blueprint. And this blueprint is how you build. So think architecturally. Mm. Like I always say, like you're the architect of your own life. So you have to have a plan, a blueprint, and then architect it. People won't be able to see it until it starts to rise out of the dirt. But that blueprint is something you should be able to share and communicate in a way that's really productive. So bring people into that world who can help you build it. Right. And if they're just there to smash it down, like walk away. Also, you mentioned that as part of Hinted that you were offering brands the opportunity to sponsor or pay in the traditional advertising model, but you're not a traditional media platform. Right. In order to get advertisers or get brands or partners to buy in. You have to align what you are selling in a way that they understand. So yeah. you can't try if to be too innovative. you're out yeah. there, nobody gets it. Right. So we have dedicated emails that we sell for $20 CPM. And what that is, is basically sponsored content in the form of what to want list. And so then if I take Kiel's product off the Kiel sponsored list and put it on my personal list, now it's Lucy. And it's like, I like to say it's sort of, it jumps from the ad side of the fence to the edit side of the fence in the sense that if I see an ad for girls in the spider's web and I go see that movie and I say, oh my God, it's so much fun. You got to go see this movie. Right. Claire Boy is amazing. So now it's Lucy recommending it, but I saw the ad like everybody else, but now I'm recommending it. Right. So that's the exact same process that a hint moves from a sponsored list onto a user list and then all her friends see it on her list and now it's just a user list. So we're the, really the first platform where an ad can become editorial content by a user rehinting it. So we've been starting to work with beauty companies, fashion companies, travel companies to show them that joining the peer-to-peer marketing conversation is a way to become an authentically recommended item. So if you're an Instagram and you see a Patagonia ad, even if I like it or save it, it's still a Patagonia ad. Only when I add the fleece to my list does it become Lucy loves this fleece. And that's how Hinted's different from Instagram, Pinterest, magazines, everything. Now, that said, that's a very innovative concept. And a lot of people who we talk to say, well, I just want to buy a banner ad. I'm like, okay, but they don't work. And they were like, yeah, but I understand it. And my clients understand it. And we'll pay you $20 CPM for that. And I'm like, okay, we'll do business the old way. We had to add banner ads because that's what people get. Right. So I realized if you're too far ahead of the curve, you lose. Right. You cannot be so far ahead of people's conceptual understanding of what you're trying to build that they don't get it. Right. And so sometimes at Connie Nast, I would have to explain to my bosses, why should we care about Pinterest or Twitter or LikeGates or Facebook or Instagram or back in the day when all this stuff was pretty new, I had to back up and really slow down and explain to people why digital mattered. And I found myself somewhat frustrated because I felt like as much as the mothership mattered and print is still something that people enjoy, digital is where it's at. And so when I left self, I really wanted to build a digital platform and a publishing platform that was user-generated content meets curated content meets native advertising content. And that's what hinted it. I think it's such a brilliant concept. Your emails are amazing. And I got one today with Thanks. my horoscope. So yeah, you well, do your email sign up for newsletter. The email. Yeah. We want people to sign up because that's how we're growing is our email newsletters are super fun. So we'll give you like the secret to glowing skin or 
You can win something every week. You can win Rihanna's earrings. And we actually do showcase female founders. So if you're a woman founder of a retail or a brand or a company and you want to be unhinted, let me know because we will feature you on our What to Want Wednesday list. I see the future of Hinted Thank in a big you. way. Thank like, you. I really just, hope so. From your lips to the tech god's ears. No, I mean, I've been, I've seen it from the beginning. So what? It like, was painfully glitchy in the beginning. I mean, yes, one of the things I will normal. tell you is that people said you should never launch when you're ready. You should launch before you're ready. Right. We had a tech deficit like as deep as a well. And I just kept saying, we're just going to keep building 10% better every day. Like right now today, I've got my PR person, my operations person, my marketing person, and our new app developer all sitting there looking at the app, figuring out how to make it better every single day in the next two weeks. And it's like, we're launching something called the No Returns Challenge, which is mm -hmm. if everybody had a wish list, you wouldn't return gifts. And $90 billion in returns will be clocked this year. And the holidays are coming up. That's like a billion trees. That's 45% of people return gifts. So it's a huge amount of waste, carbon footprint of driving boxes around the planet that have to go and come back and come back. So that's a three-way trip as opposed to a one-way trip. Mm -hmm. So if I know that you want a certain sweater, I'll buy that for you. But if I think I know your taste and I buy you pink and you hate pink, you're going to be like, hell to the no. I'm, you know, I wear black or navy yeah. or in my yeah. case, stripes. So 62% of clothing items get returned. So this is a huge waste on the side of the planet. The retailers wasted money, wasted time. So if people just share their wish list, we can save money, time, and the planet. You know, we're upgrading the app right now mm -hmm. and we're launching this huge no returns challenge globally. And I wouldn't be true to myself if I didn't try to do all that in the next two weeks. Which Anyone is why I'm not training for triathlon. No, so we're going to talk about not training for, tri <laughs> for triathlon and starting a business because... I have been an advocate of telling everyone that they can always find time to work out and you really can't. Yeah, but I say that too. But, you know, if I don't get it done in the morning, by like, six o'clock, I want a glass of wine. I'm done. I'm not going to go to the pool. Yeah, no, I don't like to work out at night. I've been dragging myself to the gym. But Good um, for you. But yeah, back to Hinted for a second, because once we start talking about triathlon, that will be the rest of the podcast. Yeah. So we have to hold off because... In terms of Hinted, so anyone who's listening, sign up for Hinted, mm -hmm. set up their wish list. Mm -hmm put all their items on their wish list and mm -hmm. send an email to their family and their friends of what they want for the holidays. And they can also download your app in any of the app stores on your phone. That's right. And one of the things that's really fun is that it acts as almost like a shoppable Instagram feed. Everything on it allows you to shop it, hint it, like it, comment, tag a friend, share it. So in a sense, this is where you would put, you know, everything that you want. Whereas on Instagram, you're going to show the finished product. Like this is me holding the bag that I bought, wearing the boots that I was lusting after. But on Hinted, that's where you put the things that you're going to It's buy. where you can archive everything and store them and just have an ongoing list for your life, pretty much. Exactly. And it's really fun because you can see what other people are hinting. And some of them are kind of crazy. But if you only follow your friends, that's fine too. You can just see what all your other friends like and want that are, you know, cute little Ugg boots or whatever. But my son, who is just starting to get into cycling, is making his hinted list of the $3,000 bike he wants and everything like that. And I'm like, I love the fact that you use hinted. It's like, mom, if I, if I just follow my buddies, I don't see all the fashion beauty stuff. I just see all the cool gear. And I'm like, that's good. Everybody can use it the way they want. And everything can be private. If you just want to make your private list, no one will see your hints. No one will see what you're adding. And you don't have to share it. It's fashion. It's beauty. It's experiences. It's travel. It's 
It's anything that you want. I mean, you basically can. We built that tool, right? right. So you can upload anything that has a, any link from any a link. Yeah. My niece added a puppy to her list and I said, you're never going to get the puppy. And she said, yeah, but that's why I shared it because I think the puppy's so cute. And I'm like, yeah, okay, you're 22, forget it. So I love to show people the party trick of adding the puppy because I go to petfinder.org and I add this cute puppy and then I look at this puppy and then eventually I see that the puppy got adopted and I'm like, maybe Hinton helped that puppy get adopted. So you can also add a charity. I like to add things like Planned Parenthood, Challenge Athletes, you know, all my favorite charities, Oceana. So when we make lists and we show celebrities, we're like, look, you can just support your charity here and you can show them what you're recommending for Christmas, but you can also support your charity and show people what you like to support. And that way, if somebody wants to give you a gift, they can just give the gift to your favorite charity. People go crazy for that. They love that. That's amazing. And now it sounds like your kids are very inspirational in this whole process. And I know they're a little bit older. So how, how old are your kids? So I Tell hate me wasting a little bit money. I, I was brought up by a woman who lived through the depression and she made her own clothes. And so now when I go from our little house on Long Island back home, if there's like two inches of milk in the carton, I'll bring it home. Like I can't pour that down the sink. That's my mentality. So I don't like wasting money. So I used to give gifts to my nieces and give them like a receipt saying, like, okay, these aren't the right boots from Tory Burch. Please return them because this was over $200 and I'll kill myself if you don't wear these. And so they were like, okay. So we got to the point where it's just ridiculous. We'd go shopping together, whether it was me, my kids, my brother, my mom, we'd all go out to like Bloomingdale's for holidays and point to something and be like, I'm going to pretend that I didn't just point to that and I'm going to walk away and you're going to buy that for me. So it became this silly thing where it was like, nobody likes to waste money in my family, but we all love to give each other gifts, real gifts, not, not cash. So we realized that those shopping expeditions were the way that we would sort of do it. And so when everybody got into this whole digital shopping, you know, probably three, five years ago, my daughter would, she used to send me pictures from the dressing room. Like, what about this? What about this? What about this? I was like, oh my God, just put it on your list. So now she is living in LA. She works at the Chateau Marmont. She does events coordinating for them. She needs a wardrobe to show up at events where, you know, she's hostessing some fancy people and she makes nothing, right? So I love to subsidize my kids in a way that makes them healthy. So I always say, I'll buy you any sneakers you want for running, any gear you need for, you know, she just ran the Malibu half. I saw that on Instagram. Tragedies hit out west. It was so sad. She knows I'll buy her stuff for work and stuff for fitness. But like, I won't buy like the bar bill, right? So she pays for her own bar bill. And so I, I always think it's very ironic that people say, oh, you know, millennials are so into experiences. And I know the secret, which is that their moms and dads are still supporting them when it comes to things like, <laughs> I need a heavy coat because it's freezing and I go to Syracuse. Mom's going to buy that Canada goose. And then the kid goes to the bar and buys the drinks. And everybody's like, look, millennials spend all their money on experiences. I'm like, yeah, because their parents are still paying for their wardrobes. So I happen to know that when my son who's at HBO goes to visit his girlfriend, like he's paying for dinner, right? But if he wants a new helmet because he's cycling, well, hello, I want him to be safe. I want that helmet to work if he, God forbid, hits something or crashes. So I buy him what he needs to be safe on the road. So I think it's really interesting that parents are still basically the ones who are footing the bill for certain big purchases. And so that's where Hinted really helps not waste money. So if he wants a certain helmet, he's buying a navy blue helmet. I would have bought the wrong color or the wrong size or the wrong cool factor. So I'm the one who is transactional. Hinted is the like 
little fish are the hinters and the big tuna, the one transacting, are the parents who are buying the stuff off the hinted list. This is awesome. Are you still training for triathlons? Yeah. So I'm doing shorter ones and I love training. Like I've become really into swimming. Speaking of health and wellness. I love swimming. So for me, like I had a knee operation many moons ago and so I can't run every day, but I like to bike and I like to swim. And so I'll run a little and I'll swim and bike a lot. And so basically now I like to train for Olympics and every now and then I'll do a half. Mm -hmm. The last time I did a full Ironman was 2013. How many Ironmans have you done? I've completed three. I trained for four and I had to drop out of Placid halfway through the run because I had an injury that was just debilitating and I've finished one. What, what qualifies as an injury? I'm just curious. Well, I was going to say, I've finished Germany. I had a stress fracture going in and I came out of it with a full on fracture and I was in a boot and a cast and that was really unfair to my family to come back on crutches. So mm-hmm. I made a pledge with my family and myself that if I'm going to come back more injured than I can handle, then it's not fair to them. So at Placid, I had a torn ligament. It's to the outside of your ankle and it's peroneal tendonitis. Basically, it's a stabilizer muscle. And if you're running on Long Island roads and they're shaped like a bread loaf, you can stretch out that outer part of that muscle to the point where you can tear it. Right. So I was halfway through the run. I call it my three-quarter man. I had survived like torrential downpour, puddles on on the bike ride. And finally, the sun came out and I was like, about to cry every step. And I just thought, this isn't fair. I'm going to really injure myself badly. So that was one I didn't complete. But so I want to go back and complete Placid and I want to do more in Europe. And eventually I'm going to get back to doing Ironman, but it takes a huge commitment of time and Mm -hmm. you've got to be willing to do the strength training and everything you need to shore up your weaknesses. And right now launching my app, I call that my Ironman because I'm really putting all my time and effort into hinted and growing this for my investors who have basically believed in me. And I really want to show them that they bet on the right jockey. You know, they say you bet on the jockey, not the horse. So for now, I'm sort of putting a placeholder in Ironman, but I do want to get back to it in a year or two. But I do like the training that I'm doing. I like to swim outside. I like to bike outside. So as long as the weather holds up, I try to keep Where training. are you swimming? I was swimming in the bay all summer out on Long Island. Okay. So now I have to come inside because it's a little chilly, but I swim across the Great South Bay. And that's like one of my sort of feats that I'm proud of is that like I can swim from the Bellport side to the Fire Island side. And so I do that in the summer. And that's sort of one of those things where I feel like if I can keep swimming two miles without a problem, I'm going to still be able to do Ironman because that's the... That's the part that most people are intimidated by. I feel like I've seen that on Instagram. Do you usually have a boat come with you? I did. I had a boat. I had a boat this time because a friend of mine got in the water and her boyfriend didn't want her to go without being in a boat. So he was in the boat following us in my boat. And actually we have buoys. I wouldn't recommend anybody swim without a flotation device that shows other boaters where you are. I was just going to ask because that's like open water. It's an open channel where there are boats coming through. You've got to be really careful. And you've got to know that... Like at seven in the morning, there are very few fisher boats out there. And you got to stay out of the boating lanes. Right. And there's jellyfish and... Yeah, not so much this year, but some years, yeah. But so, you know, I've done three full triathlon, Ironman triathlons. I've got about, I'm going to say, 15 halves and about 40 shorter ones. And I actually like the shorter ones, but I like biking long distances to think. I find it's very therapeutic. Is triathlon the sport that has really fueled you for success? When did you start racing? 
Yeah, well, I started when I was, I guess I was in my late 30s, early 40s, but I really didn't swim much, and so I had to learn to swim. And then I started doing them more and more because I find it a very nice stress reliever. Mm -hmm. So as my kids got older and they kept sleeping later and later and later, I thought, gosh, if I had gone out at six in the morning and come back by eight or nine or 10, they would still be asleep. So I'd leave them a note (laughs) and say, no cooking, no leaving the house, and I'll be back soon. And call me when you get up. So they would like call or text me and they could have cereal or whatever and watch cartoons. But basically I was home before they'd wake up. And I was like, this is ridiculous. I am sitting around in the morning waiting for my kids to wake up. And suddenly your kids start sleeping late. And you're like, I can start training in the mornings on Saturday. And they don't even know I'm gone because I'm back before they wake up. (laughs) That's so funny. So it's kind of fueled your whole career as you've been. Yeah, I mean, everybody likes what they like. I find that a gym class with choreography and a lot of people around me is very stressful. I'm not good at keeping up with dance steps. I don't like being in a crowded room with other sweaty people. I'm a germaphobe. So like, I don't like taking the subway. I like being on my Vespa. I like being on my bike. I'm kind of a lone agent. And so that's the kind of person who does really well with triathlon because getting on a bike or getting in the pool or going running is a very meditative thing for me. Does each sport have like a different representation of meditation for you? Well, I'm no longer a good runner. I used to be a good runner, but my knees and everything else is given away. So I, I like sort of shuffle. So I feel defeated before I even step out the door with running. So one of the things that I found is that like everyone loves what they're good at. Mm-hmm. So as I get better at swimming, I like swimming better. And as I get worse at running, I like running less. So and I've consistently stayed a good biker. I've always liked biking and it's one of those things that I just naturally take to. So I love to bike and I like to swim and I run because I think it's important to run. And even though my running is somebody else's kind of quick walking. Are there any lessons that you learned from triathlon that you've leveraged in your work and career? All the time. I mean, I constantly think like if I can do triathlon, I can do this. Like if I can If I can put up with the pain, I can put up with the pain of striving and failing and striving and failing. One of the things about triathlon is you rarely have a perfect day. There's always something that goes wrong. And so that's a really good lesson in life. Like there's no such thing as perfection. And you've got to put up with a lot of bumps along the way. And I like to say like if I have three problems, I got to solve one of them because if I have a fourth problem, I'm going to drop out of the race. So generally, like you can put up with an injury and you can put up with exertion pain. You can put up with bad salts. But then if you get like diarrhea, you're out of the race. Uh-huh. So you need to know that you can manage all those problems. And so I try to keep it to three problems or less a day. That's a good philosophy. A little rough patches here and there. But, you know, I, I find that I like to solve problems and I right. like producing stuff. So for me, this is a good road. Entrepreneurial ship is is a good way to go right now. Do you feel like when you were at Self, there were some really major lessons that you learned that you have taken now over to launching your own shopping and media platform? Sure. You always can solve a problem by sort of triangulating a solution. And what I mean by that is like, at Self, I couldn't get a cover girl. And I remember somebody coming into my office when I was lamenting that problem. And they said, yeah, but you're kicking it on digital. And so I walked into Beauty and I was like, who needs digital footprint right now? And they said to me, well, Cody is launching a new fragrance with Shania Twain. And they were just saying that they want a lot of digital love there. So we called Cody and we said, if we could get you this big digital play and put together a marketing package for you that included everything from Facebook to Twitter to Pinterest to 
whatever, 7 million uniques talking about this on digital. Could we get some time on Shania Twain? They were like, sure. You know, they had like four shoot days with her and they only needed three. So we took one of the Cody days. We gave away, I don't know, 30 bottles of fragrances. If people would say why they wanted a Shania Twain fragrance or why they loved her music. So we shot her and Cody took some of the shoot time and we took some of the shoot time. We got a cover out of it. She got a digital footprint out of it. And I remember thinking, you can't solve a problem in a binary way. It's like, if I'd called Shania Twain and said, we need a cover, she would have said, no. But if you triangulate it and you go like, Mm -hmm. okay, who else needs this solution that I can offer? So it was Cody. So it was like, by working a triangle, you can often solve a problem that doesn't work if you're just coming at it from a binary point of view. Oh, that's really interesting. Right? So I always say triangulate the solution. And what that means is, Find a third party that needs what you have and go to them and say, how can we work together mm, and I like that. come up with a solution that's good for everybody? That's so smart. Well, it worked. And that's been sort of my whole thing about Hinted. It's like, Good Morning America needed shopping content. We needed amplification. So I said, okay, fine. So now when we work with them, we come up with curated content that they put on goodmorningamerica.com. We get out of it a reach and they get out of it free content. So And so is that a lot of those partnerships are how you're growing your audience? Yeah. I always say like if you can't fundraise, friend raise. Friend you raise. Know, come up yeah. with people who can benefit from what you have to offer and that who can help you grow in a way that you couldn't do otherwise. And so now what's on your hinted list? Oh my God. We're trying to raise a million and a half to two million dollars of a seed round so that we can shore up our technology, build a data dashboard with our partners Give people like Sweaty Betty some data so they can see that they're launching their tights, but everybody digs their crop tops, you know, so we can give real user data that's not personally identifiable. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't say like, Marnie likes your crop top, but it would say like, gosh, 45% of people who looked at this list hovered on that crop top Mm -hmm. and take a look at what's happening. People are rehinting it. They're buying it for Christmas. They're going crazy for this crop top. So we can give data feedback and purchase intent that's valuable to our partners. So we're building a data dashboard and that's going to be really where Hinted has, I think, a unique value proposition. You know, we're not big. We, you know, 300,000 is nothing. Mm -hmm. But if we can supply data to our partners, that's going to be worth them working with us. That's amazing. And that's on your Hinted list? That's on my Hinted list. And I want (laughs) PR for no returns. What do you mean? No returns challenge. Well, oh, you, know, you want PR for the no returns challenge. I really want to like- get on the Today Show and I don't care if you make your wish list on Amazon or Giftster or Hinted. I mean, I really don't. I feel like if we can lower the carbon footprint and save the planet and have a more sustainable gifting holiday season, I think that's a win for everyone. That's awesome. That'd be good. So where can people sign up for Hinted and start making their list? Go to Hinted.com or download the app in the Apple Store. And one of the things I have to tell you is, sadly, we don't yet have an Android app. That's another chunk of change that I need to invest. But you can make it on your laptop or you can do it on the iTunes app. And one of the things that's fun about Hinted is once you start doing it, it's sort of addictive. And I know people say, like, they need Hinters Anonymous. If you have ways to improve the app or glitches or bugs, lucy at hinted.com. And if you want to be a campus ambassador, lucy at hinted.com. I really want to hear from you. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks, Marnie. This has been great. You're on the move. We have to work out together. 
Thanks again for tuning in to Marnie on the Move. Head over to our website, MarnieOnTheMove.com, and subscribe to our show on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Android, and more. Also, sign up for our newsletter. Just scroll down to the bottom of the site, to the bottom of the website, and hit sign up because we are gearing up for some really big, exciting announcements, deals, and giveaways. Thanks again for tuning in.